Welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one best-selling book, Sensitivity is Your Superpower, How to Harness Your Gifts, Fulfill Your Purpose, and Create a Life of Joy. And if you are new to my podcast, Light Warrior Radio, I'd love to have you in the community, the light medicine community. A couple of ways of doing that. You can get my free guide, which is the Sensitive Soul Guide uh, com. So that sense of soul empowerment guide is the three ways of navigating the way to more peace, positivity, and personal power. And there's a lot of people, about a third of us or more, and it seems to be growing, that are becoming more gifted or highly sensitive to energies and able to feel different things, not just emotions of other people or the world, but just you know different energies, which is very, very exciting to me, especially as a light medicine doctor. And then the other way is through the Light Medicine community directly. You can go to karencan.com forward slash LMC free, all one word, LMC free, and that stands for Light Medicine Community Free. And that way you can come into the community. We do a monthly energy mini healing every single month and some free activities. For example, we just had a um, prosperity and community um, webinar on the weekend. And so I like to do some stuff there that uh, I wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable doing on Facebook or other social media. So that's my own little private community. And today is the first Monday of the month. I have with me Dr. Dennis Loebstein, and he has been with us for about 10 years, 10 plus years, doing the first Monday of the month, which is the Ask the LifeWave Doctors Q&A show. This is where uh, we talk about Asian medicine, uh, traditional Chinese medicine, acupuncture, different points, what they do, and then how to use the LifeWave phototherapy patches on those points to help activate your body's own self-healing mechanism. And so if you're here with a question, would love to help you with the question, maybe develop a more customized protocol with you. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of generalities that can pertain to a lot of other people. Uh, Dr. Dennis is a wealth of uh, inspiration and information. So I learn a lot every time we're doing the show. And just so you know, on patchtrainingteam.com, which is my website, my blog, patchtrainingteam.com, we actually write notes up. So I write a note and usually within 24, 48 hours, uh, my assistant cleans up the notes and puts it on the blog. And you can now search um, on the sidebar, you can actually search uh, for the different topics, the different acupuncture points, sometimes you'll find things relevant uh, even in past shows. So very, very popular um, to, to have these uh, archives of the notes. So if you have a question, uh, a lot of people have already asked it in our um, Facebook community. Um, on Facebook, we have a patch training team page and there's an event there so I'm going to deal with those questions first as well as in my own light medicine community Um, we have um, also an event posted there and I'm going to read off questions first and so if you want to be first or near the top next time definitely be even either either in the light medicine community or make sure that you see the events posted in the past training team Facebook page so you can write in in the discussion area your questions, and then um, we will be writing those notes for you. Uh, And if you're in the chat and you're live, you can definitely, if you're not, you know, um, on the phone, uh, you can definitely click that as well. And I think I got it working this time, Dr. Dennis. (laughs) So I can hopefully fill the chat. Yay. So the number to call in is 818-514-1190. Hit one so we know your hand is up. 818-514-1190. 1190 and hit one. Hello, Dr. Dennis. Thanks for waiting for that really long intro. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. You're welcome, Dr. Karen. I'm delighted to be here with you all. And um, yeah, it's been 
10 years and one one thing I'd like to note um over the 10 years is I've observed that um other people are starting to get on board with light therapy and frequency therapy mm-hmm. and understanding it better so uh, yes. We were a voice out in the wilderness 10 years ago, and now people are understanding it. <laughs> they are. They are. It's becoming more and more popular. There's different organizations, um, uh, you know, the different science. I was just uh, – I bought a course from the ACEP. I forgot uh, something, something, energy psychology. Anyway, um, and they have a, a course, and it talks about some of the science behind energy healing and light therapies and yeah. things like that. And uh, Beverly, Beverly Rubick was in there. I'm sure you know who that is. Um, she did some testing with LifeWave patches way back when, back when LifeWave first started. Uh, she is a biophysicist, an amazing lady. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just so neat, you know, just what people mm-hmm. are discovering uh, in the science, although it's not mainstream yet, per se, it's, it's still really exciting. So, Dr. Dennis, you have a background in Asian medicine as well as um, exercise physiology, um, and uh, you've been doing yes, do. matrix energetics. I mean, you've been doing healing work for quite some time, right? Yep, yep, many years, yeah. many decades, actually. Yeah, many decades, and I know. Medical Qigong for 20 years. Right, medical Qigong, right, I forgot to say that. <laughs> um, is that something you do in person, at a distance, or both? Both, yeah. Cool. Got got clients all over the world and talk with them on the phone, and and other doctors call me too for consultation about how to use the patches and great. And, uh, I love it. Yeah. Yep, uh, that's great. So um, on the blog, and you'll see that on the past blogs, there is an area where you can contact Dr. Dennis. The, Dr. Dennis, you want to talk a little bit about your monthly um, clinic, online clinic? Yeah, thanks for mentioning that. Um, we we have what's called a Healthwise Clinic that meets once a month. Okay. Whoops. I'm not hearing Dr. Dennis for some reason. Hmm. I don't know if it was me or him. So if you're in the chat, let me know if you can still hear either of us. Um, Dr. Dennis, if you are hearing me now, maybe you can... Hang up and call back. Should we try that? Uh, because I am not um, hearing you at the moment. Now, one of the ways we can just test this, because I'm probably talking over top of Dr. Dennis right now, um, is I can unmute someone that I know, and let's just see if she can hear me. Okay, so I'm, I'm muting uh, area code 503. Hi, let me see if I can hear you. No. Okay. So maybe it's me. Okay. All right. Hang on. Not really sure what to do except maybe call in. Okay. Hang on. Sorry for the technical difficulties, guys. I can hear you, Dr. Karen. Oh, you can. Okay. So it's Dr. Dennis's audio then. I can't do. Oh, there you go. There you go. I can hear Dr. Dennis. Okay, cool. I'll I'll get back to you. (laughs) 503. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. Dr. Dennis, could you hear me talk? I could, yes, the whole time, but I guess guess you couldn't hear us. No, maybe it was my internet, although I have a very fast internet, but uh, okay, note to self, maybe just use the phone next time like you normally do. Sorry about that. Sorry to interrupt you. Um, Okay, so... Do you want to just finish so, your train of thought and we can move on? Yeah, we're talking about the HealthWise Clinic. 
Yes. And uh, that meets once a month. And uh, it's the third Monday of the month at 2 p.m. Arizona time. What we do is talk about energy medicine from the perspective of Asian medicine. And that mostly involves using the phototherapy patches. So we also deal with other things, but uh, that's most of the focus because most of the people that tune in there are um, distributors and want to know how to use patches. Okay. Fair enough. That's awesome. Yes, thank you. Thanks for, thank you for hosting that free um, clinic for, for folks around the world. Um, and okay. also, uh, Dr. Karen, um, if folks want to tune into that, they can find uh, the link to our Zoom room on your website. Yes, it's in the blog post right there near the top and uh, the uh, the show as well. Um, the, the archives of all these shows are there as well as some of the notes over many years we've been doing notes. Uh, not all the shows, but many years we've been doing notes and you can just even do a search on the topics that we talk about because we do a lot of repetition, right, Dr. Dennis? Because there's, you know, there's yeah. people that have not listened to the show before, they're new, so, and that's all good. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Karen takes awesome notes, so they're really good arc. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Labor of love, right? Both of us. Um, yeah, that's good. Okay. So, anything you wanna any uh, thing you wanna share uh, in terms of patching, anything like that? Topics before we go to questions, Q and A. Well, the main the main thing I wanted to share was the perspective that. People are coming around now to understanding light and energy medicine in terms of frequency, and um, that wasn't so much the case before. So that's grown exponentially mm. in understanding in the yes. in the general population. And I used to teach my health students um, many moons ago. I, I reminded them, you know, when Bill Clinton was running for president. He used to have this big sign in his election headquarters, and it said, it's the economy, stupid. And, and I used to <laughs> tell my students that medical students ought to have a sign over their blackboards in their classrooms that says, it's the frequency, stupid. <laughs> right, right. Yep, we're well, getting we're that getting more and more. Out, yeah. yeah, that's great. Okay. Cool. Let's go to our questions. I'm going to start with the light medicine community here. Now, some of these questions I will have to um, rewrite uh, <laughs> uh, because, okay, so here's the thing. If you're, if you're calling in with a question, just make sure that you talk about the constellation of symptoms that you're dealing with. Okay, we don't need the diagnosis necessarily. We don't uh, need, like, medications or anything like that, unless I ask you, because sometimes I will ask. Um, because we're not being your medical doctor at this moment, and we're also not claiming that LifeWave cures, treats, prevents, uh, mitigates any medical condition. And the rules are fairly strict on this. So uh, if you do start to ask us the, an inappropriate question, we will cut you off, unfortunately, <laughs> and ask you to word it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're being very strict these days because the regulatory agencies are, who, you know, whatever they are. So, um so I'm, uh, here's a question from Faith, so I'm going to reword this. Um, okay. Uh, so, Dr. Dennis, uh, can the patches help support the immune system to overcome what people are calling viruses? Uh, I've had a blood test, and apparently um, the doctor has tested that I have multiple viruses. 
I think I re, re said that well. So. <laughs> okay. Boy, there's a lot to read between the lines there. Yes. Well, we know, we're not going to uh, we're not going to insinuate that patches cure, treat, prevent any viruses. So what we want to do is support the immune system to deal with them That's themselves. Right. Yes, itself. That's whatever. right. So energetically, we can use the patches to support immunity and keep us healthy, and that's the objective is to keep healthy because we're we're operating with the law of the terrain versus germ theory. And law of the terrain, as we've talked about before, has the paradigm of keeping the body healthy and strong so we don't break down and get susceptible to disease or disharmony or by disease, I mean dis-ease. And when we're healthy, we have ease and, and harmony and balance and integrated wellness. And so that's the objective. And that's what we're using the patches for. And um, the germ theory holds that uh, we just run along, quote-unquote, normally or live, live normally. And allopathic physicians learn that uh, you got to knock out a germ or a disease or a virus in order to stay healthy. And um, that, that emphasis or paradigm is, quote, unquote, germ theory. So we're not knocking out germs. That's Western and allopathic medicine. We're keeping the body healthy, and that's what Western people call alternative medicine, but what I call real medicine is keeping the body healthy. And okay. the patches help do that. So, okay, how do we use the patches to do that? Well, the most basic approach is to use the energy enhancer patches in um, a five-element paradigm uh, with uh, yin-yang pairs and do a rotation of yin-yang pairs. And uh, we've had uh, a number of different <laughs> discussions about how to do that. And um, that's actually archived in some of our uh, recordings, our replays. Mm -hmm. So um, if you don't know how to do uh, energy enhancer yin-yang pairing, then go to the archives and check it out. Yeah, I'll go ahead and, so and that, rewrite those, but you don't have to say what they are. I'll just keep typing while you're, while you're you know, uh, talking about that. And maybe you can explain why going through the five-element protocol is uh, helpful. Sure. Uh, because if you look at the five elements, that includes fire, earth, metal, water, and wood. We're using yin-yang pairs, which means that we're using the yin phases of each element, which is inside the five-element circle. And that that could, if we do look at a basic element like earth that is the spleen in earth and then it's yang consort or phase of that element would be stomach so we have a yin yang pair in earth meaning spleen and stomach and when we do a yin yang pairing like that we're balancing the energy of that element or phase now in in terms of Worsley five-element medicine, it's called an element, but it's really known as a, an energy phase. So the energy phases are 
earth, metal, water, wood, and fire. And what we're doing is maintaining balance by alternating yin-yang pairs in each phase. So if you do yin-yang pairs with the negative patch or the tan patch on the yin organ and a positive patch or a yang patch on the yang organ, then you set up a good yin-yang pair. And to extend the example of that, we're talking about earth. If we had a yin-yang pair in earth, we would have clean six on the left leg because we we put the tan patch on the left side of the body and we would have a white patch on stomach 36 on the right side of the body. So there we have a yin-yang pair in earth. And to give an example of how that <clears throat> balances energy, that configuration simulates using ginseng or renshen. So that, that's an adaptogen that balances energy. If your energy is too high, it'll bring it down to normal. If it's too low, it'll bring it up to normal. And so by rotating the energy enhancer patches around in yin-yang pairs, we rebalance the energy in all of the meridians. Mm. So, so I just gave an example of Earth, and you can have it in, in metal if there's a painful or spiritual imbalance or blockage. You can have it in water if there's a, a, a blockage that has to do with um, courage or, or fear. And you can do it in wood if the blockage has to do with growth or bursting through things or impairments of judgment. Or you can do it in fire if what you're dealing with has to do with energy and joy and, uh, or lack of joy. So notice that when I mentioned each element, I talked about bipolar aspects of emotional or psychological dimensions. And so what we're doing when we're balancing yin-yang pairs is addressing all three levels that traditional Chinese medicine or pre-communist traditional Chinese medicine addresses. And that is not just the physical, but also the energetic yin-yang balance and also the spiritual or shen. And so we have the physical or the jing interacting with the energetic or the chi interacting with the spiritual or the shen. And the shen interacts with morphic fields or energy fields outside the body. And so by doing this, this patching, just simple patching with the yin-yang pairs, we're balancing the energy of the body on all three of those levels, the physical the energetic and the spiritual levels. And so when we use those patches, we want our intention to be on, on balancing all three of those levels as well. Mm. 
Lovely. That is awesome. So we got energy enhancer patches, white arm right, tan on left, rotating through all these five elements. And I've put the actual acupuncture points in the notes, guys, uh, but also we've had multiple shows specifically on that. So I can also hyperlink the shows where we went into it in more detail. Uh, Dr. Dennis, would you in this case suggest this seven days a week? And if so, how many weeks or just five days a week? And, you know, like what would you suggest for faith? Uh, five days a week with two days of rest. Okay. That follows a Fibonacci pattern of five days on and two days off. Oh, okay. All right. Any other patches besides energy enhancers? Yeah, you can uh, use Ice Wave instead mm-hmm. or, or any other positive and ne- relatively positive and relatively negative patch. For example, Eon would be a very powerful positive or Yang patch. And SP6 patch can be its uh, negative yin patch. So if we extend the example, we would put um, an SP6 patch on left um, spleen 6, and we would put the eon patch on right stomach 36 to make a yin-yang pair in earth. And we can also use um, X39 and X49 for yin-yang pair. And relative to the X39's uh, energy, we could use X49 as the yang patch. And the reason I say that is that the characteristics of X39 are to stimulate stem cell proliferation and restructure DNA and work on the essence or the jing, while the X49's essence is to increase stamina. And its Mm. its energy is to increase the stamina, and that's more yang in characteristic. So that's why I use X39 and X49 together as a yin-yang pair. So... In that case, we could use X39 on left spleen 6 and X49 on right stomach 36 to extend that example in Earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. And oh, uh, my about, understanding is Go ahead. Uh, X39 helps to produce glutathione as well, which can be really helpful for the immune system, however, not as strongly as the glutathione patches. So would you actually add glutathione patches in this protocol at all, Dr. Dennis? You could, sure, of course. So um, let, let's say we wanted to get fancy and make a triangle. So uh, if we were um, using X39 on left spleen 6 and X49 on right stomach 36, uh, that would be the base of our triangle on the legs, and we could have the apex as a glutathione patch say, on CV4, which is a a yang tonifying point, or we could have it on uh, CV6, which uh, tonifies the uh, qi and the tantian, or the uh, center of the body in general. Mm. Now, um, to address immunity, by doing all these energetic changes that I suggested with yin-yang pair rotation on five element phases, we are addressing balances of the energy in all the organs and meridians, and that will support immunity just by itself. Mm. 
Yes, that's great. I love the five elements rotation and um, it, 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 you know, maybe for beginners might be a little bit like, whoa, that's a lot of different points and it's different on the left and the right. But once you get used to it and we have wonderful textures on our patch training team site um, and uh, it'll just show you where the points are, you know, using patches. But like Dr. Dennis said, um, you can use um, kinds of left and right patches if you want get fancy so energy enhancers easy white on right tan on left but if you want to do more hormonal support then you can do what dr dennis mentioned sp6 on the left and the eon on the right and then of course if you're focused more on repair and or don't have the energy enhancers you can use the x39 on the left and the x49 on the right on the exact same points on this rotation so i've written all the points in the notes um, and I'll actually bold them so you can see where, where the points are. Um, and then, right. like, I love that with that glutathione um, in the center line, which makes a nice big energetic triangle. Another place I like to put it is on the life gate on the back, right mm, below lumbar. Yeah, me too. Uh, two on the midline, which is GV4, the life gate, or Ming Men. Right. Okay. That recharges the batteries. Kidney energy too. Okay, I got it down here, guys. Okay, excellent. I'm gonna highlight all that so you can see that easily. Fantastic. Okay, we gotta move on because we have a lot of questions here. So um, our next question. Okay, I'm gonna just go to Joanne. All right, Joanne. Okay, so um, can the patches help? support the healing of peeling fingertips. I've had this well over 30 years and I can get some short duration improvement um, when I muscle test. I get that maybe fungal related. Um, uh, let's see. Okay, so, well, uh, Joanne asked, can you help find the source? Well, here's the thing is it's not what we're doing today, but what we can do is uh, help you uh, you know, just with general principles, see what's going on. So I'll let Dr. Dennis um, share his wisdom on this. So there's a fungus among us. <laughs> you were going to say that. <laughs> a fun guy to be with, right? You know, that's the other one. Yeah, so, so in general, fungi uh, take over or overwhelm immunity when we do things that are bad for our lifestyle and and weaken our body. And that includes eating foods that are acidic and eating lots of sugar. So fungi just thrive on sugar and um, on an acidic environment. And just the energy enhancer patches by themselves will make the body more alkaline which is the opposite of acidic. And that will help retard the growth of any kind of pathogen that likes an acidic environment, and most of them do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that just the energy enhancers or the other patches as well? Well, yeah. The, a lot of the early research showed that the energy enhancer patches will shift metabolism away from putting out a lot of lactic acid, so it lowers lactic acid, and that, that lowers um, the acidity. Mm-hmm. And right, right. makes it more often because of the shift in metabolism. 
Then all the other patches will also increase the biocoherence of the body. And by biocoherence, I mean the energy field. So the, the electromagnetic field around the body is strengthened, and that will inhibit pathogens as well, not only preventing them from getting into the body, but also retard their growth. Okay. Now, the exception to that is if you already have a pathogen that's established in the body, and then wisdom in pre-communist traditional Chinese medicine says, well, you don't want to uh, strengthen... Strengthen the pathogen. Right. If you tonify the body, strengthening the Wei Qi field or the protective Qi field around the body, which is mostly regulated by lung Qi, then you will trap the pathogen within. So that's the only exception. You want to keep the body strong and keep the pathogen out and inhibit its growth in the first place. And by uh, where where is not, that from? Is that from the yellow court document or where, where did they say that? I'm curious. Yeah, Yellow Empress Classic of Internal Medicine, the Wang Chi Neijing. Mm. I kind of disagree with it, but I know I know it's thousands of years of wisdom. But <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, you know, I mean, with the train theory and everything like that, uh, at least practically speaking, when I've worked with with people. Um, I've never gotten that uh, in order to heal a pathogen that's established from years ago, that they need to not support their Wei Qi field or that they need to keep their, you know, those boundaries open so it can escape. I've never gotten that maybe because we're using quantum and maybe we're transmuting. uh, So it doesn't, it doesn't require an exit point, if you know what I mean. So I'm just arguing with the yellow emperor's (laughs) document. Well, uh, supposedly the the folks that wrote Yellow Emperor's Classic tens of thousands of years ago, or even thousands of years to re- revising it since then, weren't familiar with uh, quantum physics or changing things with thought and with um, intention. And we know we can do that now through quantum physics understanding or even if you don't understand quantum physics, if you're an energy healer, you can just do it and transmute things. And that takes us out of the, the level or the realm that we're talking about in, in TCM or even patching. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I okay. agree. I, I just want to put it out there because I, I, you know, oh, you're right. uh, yeah, I, I just disagree with the whole um, idea that, uh, well, we're not going to, you know, support the immune system because we, if we make the immune system stronger, the pathogens are going to get stronger. You know, it's like, no, not really. <laughs> um, so not if you make the immune system stronger. If you tonify the chi, you're going to also tonify the pathogen. Maybe. Well, you know, the thing is, is that yeah. I, I figured that the pathogen – can be actually here's the thing i mean this is like really woo woo stuff guys so i'm just doing it on the side but joanne can handle it because she's in my she's in my group so when we yeah when we do the healing what we're doing is we're elevating the frequency of the so-called virus to a higher level where they are not actually damaging the body they can actually go to the next level their journey if you know what i mean 
So they come, they, yeah. they get transmuted into something different. So yeah, you know, theoretically, if they're like the bad guys, you don't want to strengthen the bad guys. But what we're saying is, from my point of view, is we're switching the frequency. So they're actually not stronger as bad guys. Um, I know yeah. I'm simplifying it down, but it's, good guys. yeah, more or less. I mean, we've done this with demons. We've done this with all sorts of things. And I don't see why, you know, the little old virus or, you know, whatever can't, can't be uh, transmuted. It can. Um, it's just that I, I get the, the gist of the yellow and purse classic, but I just practically speaking in my, you know, limited, um, experience <laughs> of course it's with thousands of people but still uh my limited experience is that it's not true at least not the way we do it yeah we'll sit here it. when doing energy work I'd, uh, do what you're talking about too you yeah can exactly. transmute frequencies and, and change pathogens or or inhibit them or or s- send them unconditioned love frequencies and absolutely Absolutely. And that same thing with faith, right? So faith, hopefully you're hearing this. So same thing is, is really love them. And, and uh, Dr. Dennis, um, you know, when, when we think about the, um, you know, the old advice about, you know, be careful about tonifying because you could tonify the pathogen, make it worse. Um, that, I mean, there's nuances to that. And I think if people get scared of being stronger in their immune system, right. Or they're, they're just uh, stronger in their terrain. Um, I don't think it actually gives them the results that they're looking for. So I'd rather people not get confused, you know, and go, well, right. I don't know if I have a yeah, pathogen. Maybe I, I have a pathogen. Maybe it's, yeah. It's better <laughs> not to evoke fear. Because yeah, then you've got I, a lower break going on. Yep. I, I have, uh, you know, I'll test people, for example, and they'll have 17 infections they're healing right now. And some of them are from age three, age 10, age 17 that have just been, sequestered away because they didn't have a strong enough body at that time. So the body just kind of put it aside, (laughs) stored it away, and it's not fully healed. And so as they're healing these 17 pathogens, right, I'm just like, hey, let's make the body stronger. Let's make the immune system stronger. And and let's, you know, change the frequency on these guys. So I don't worry about tonifying the or making the pathogen stronger because I have found almost everyone has a pathogen. Everyone. At some point, right. you know, when I test them, no one's ever been. When I first work with them, no one's ever been clear of no pathogens. Um, so, and if we, we listen to the Yellow Emperor's Classic, we would not treat anyone. We never tonify anyone. <laughs> well, when when we talk about pathogens, also and and breaking through the Wei Chi field, it's not just a physical pathogen. We're talking about uh, frequencies also mm-hmm. of the pathogen. So that could include EMF or, or right. toxic frequencies that are coming in to disturb the body's harmony and balance. Yes, exactly, exactly. Okay, so now that we got that out of the way, um, anything else for Joanne? Like anything specific to fingertips or skin peeling? Um, I would say to Joanne, definitely want to heal the gut because I found that anytime you see something happening on the skin, you need to heal the gut because people have um, increased permeability in the gut from like eating GMO food, stress, who, who doesn't have stress, right? Um, you know, all, all sorts of things, birth control pills, medications, all sorts of reasons. So X39 can be really helpful at the belly area. Uh, but Dr. Dennis, anything else for peeling fingertips? Well, from a five element perspective, um, we've got um, the metal element, yin-yang pair, which is lungs and large intestine, and they both work together as you're alluding to. 
And so um, the, uh, the skin's energy, as I mentioned earlier, is regulated by the lung chi. And um, the lung chi works better if the colon is clear of toxins. So um, if you let go on physical, uh, energetic, and spiritual level on the colon, or in other words, detox colon, the lung chi can work better to help the skin. So if we translate that into how to use Apache's practically, we can um, use um, stomach 37, which is a lower hussy point of the colon to move and eliminate toxins out of the colon. And we can also use uh, lung regulating points like lung nine, which is the uh, yuan source point for the lungs. So uh, to make that into a practical which which patches to use, uh, we can put X49 on right stomach 37 and X39 on left lung nine. Okay. Got it. Excellent. All right. We got it. Okay. Let's let's move on. Let me just write that note for Joanne here. Okay. So um, David says, okay, I'm tre- I'm treating myself for hay fever allergy season uh, symptoms before it hits me. Uh, for this, I'm currently clearing trapped emotions. Good for you, David. Um, let's see. Uh, once I've cleared these emotions. Uh, do I need to wear a patch to hold to clear emotions or do I need to do periodic emotional cleaning to maintain being symptom-free? Oh, okay, well, that's an interesting question. Um, okay, well, I think, you know, emotional clearing can come in layers. Uh, Dr. Dan, do you want to talk a little bit about, like, maybe, you know, in Chinese medicine, how that all works? Like, why do we find that, you know, we can deal with emotions, we can deal with different things, and then something else pops up again and we have the same symptom again until that next thing clears? I mean, that's my personal observation. I don't know if that's a thing in Chinese medicine. Oh, I'm not hearing stuff again. Okay, there you go. So please ask me again. Oh, yeah, Gary, I can hear you now. Um, just uh, can you explain before we answer David about uh, supporting his hay fever allergy symptoms uh, from resurfacing that um, why it is that there are seemingly layers of healing so that we can get sometimes symptoms back and then we heal some more emotions and then we get symptoms back again and then we heal more emotions. Like why does it not seem to be like a one-time thing for some people? Okay. Uh, So there's an area called the yellow cord, which stores emotional energy and it can often get stuck there. And that's often a derivation of having um, stagnant liver chi, and the liver is responsible for anger. and And when you're frustrated and get angry, uh, and and when you have other emotions too, they get stuck in the yellow cord. And the the liver is wood, and wood will often attack earth. And the yellow cord is located in between 
theoretically between the diaphragm and the apex of the heart energetically. And so uh, when you have stagnant wood energy emerging and going across to attack earth, it often gets stuck in the yellow cork. So the, uh, the reason for explaining all that is to show that we can clear the yellow cork and, and when we clear it, it's not sometimes total and, um, we can get exposed to things that cause the energy imbalance in the first place and uh, get stuck emotional energy there again. So um, in order to clear the yellow cord, <clears throat> you can break up the stagnation in it, and you can use patches for that by sweeping across the yellow cord. And you can also <clears throat> use bladder... Uh, bladder uh, 43, which is the uh, yellow court gate. And, that's um, on the back. That's, that's, that's on the back. And it's located on the um, one and a half inches bilateral to the midline. And um, that's along the, uh, the scapular, um, the, the medial scapular border, right at the level of... Uh, right below T4. And it, it's right right next to, or just above T5, which is the Shandau or the Spirit Gate. So that, that has access to the heart as well. And so does Bladder Team, which is pretty close to uh, Bladder 43. So uh, you can patch Bladder 43 with either energy enhancer with um, tan on the left, white on the right, or uh, even use um, X39 on the left and X49 on the right with the intention that you're opening the yellow court gate. <clears throat> and um, you want to be aware that while you're doing that, you may let out a lot of emotions. And um, I, when I do that on people, energetically, you never know what's going to come out. All kinds of mm. stuck emotions can be in there. So just be prepared for that. Okay. And then when you said earlier about sweeping patches across the yellow core area, that would be in the front, kind of like in the diaphragm area. Like what patches would you use for that? Uh, you could uh, use Ice Wave with a white one on, on the right. Lao Gong, which is uh, pericardium eight in the middle of the palm, and the tan one on the left. And then when you sweep, you can have the, the tan patch in the front of the body, or I'm sorry, the white patch in the front, tan patch on the back, and sweep from the liver towards the um, earth or the uh, spleen, spleen in that direction. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and well, is there, uh, what's the reason by putting the white in the front? Um, oh, sorry, that was the back, sorry. Is that right? The white patch is sweeping the front and the tan the back or vice versa? Actually, I, I alternate and see which one works best. Okay. Because the, the inside of the body is considered yin, and so if you used a white patch, it's like... Um, an opposite magnet 
magnetic pull, so mm. opposites will attract each other, and you'll pull stuff out. Mm. Okay. Okay. So that's a little tricky on the hand to put it on the – so you almost need to put it on the back of the hand to sweep the back of us, if that makes sense. So if we're sweeping, sweeping from liver to spleen on the back, so right yeah, to left. You're just doing it on yourself, yeah. Yeah, if you're doing it on yourself, if you're yeah. you're doing it on yourself. Okay, cool. So All you right. could also put, uh, put the tan patch on the uh, spleen point on the left, like on um, the great low, which is at the apex of the heart. That's um, six soon below the um, um, armpit on the side of the body. So the, the great low is um, an energy connector that spreads throughout the, the chest and the front of the body. So if you put the tan patch there and have the white patch in your hand that you sweep across towards it from the liver towards the left side of the body, that's another way to sweep. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, towards the... Left. Okay, so from, sorry, sweep from left, or sorry, right, which is the liver, to the tan patch. Okay, got it. Cool. Very, very cool. So, uh, anything yeah. else for David in terms of preventing hay fever symptoms? Yeah, well, for, for allergy and for hay fever, um, I, I find that people that have allergies or or um, congestion blockages because they're reactive to either viruses or pollen, uh, that um, bladder 13 on the back is sore. So uh, if you could have somebody massage or palpate that or put patches on bladder 13, which is a bilateral point with the white on the right and 10 on the left, that will help. And Mm -hmm. also use lung 9, which is a source point for the lungs. Will help too. Okay. If you were to put energy enhancers on bladder 13 during the day to support those symptoms, uh, what patch would you use on the source point? Uh, you could um, use glutathione on the right and MP6 on the left, or even a carnosine on the left if you have a relatively more positive patch on the right. Now, even though <laughs> I've been mentioning to use um, X39 as a relatively more yin, or carnosine just now as a relatively more yin, that's if you're using a more powerful yang patch on the other side of the body. But in and of themselves, if you just use carnosine and X39 by themselves, uh, they're positive patches. Yes. All right. Perfect. That sounds great. Okay, so let me just tell David we answered this on the show. There we go. Excellent, excellent. Okay, so I'm just going to close comments there. Uh, oh, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> okay, let me try and see what happens. I uh, hope I didn't mess it up. Well, at least I can still hear you. Okay, no, well, that part's good. Okay, yep. Uh, you can't see the comments then. Okay, can't do that. Okay, no, I'm just looking at the. Um, okay, I'm just gonna put here. 
Oh, okay. So Val just uh, put in some questions. Okay, so Val says, uh, could the patches assist with pain of inoperable cancerous tumors? Uh, Val, we can't talk about whether uh, patches can shrink tumors because that insinuates treating, curing, you know, et cetera. So we cannot answer that question. Uh, but we can talk about the pain. So um, it's in the rectum anus area. You have a great protocol for that, right, Dr. Dennis? Pain in that area? So let's review that for Val. Yeah, okay, so we can do a triangle, and um, that that triangle in that area was developed, um, in fact, this is how we, I developed the, the first triangle notion. Uh, one of our friends was visiting with um, hemorrhoids or pain, pain in that area and was wondering how to get rid of it, so uh, I was thinking, well, why don't we put ice wave patches? as a baseline on bladder 57 and bladder 57 is located uh, right below the calf muscle where it connects with the Achilles tendon on both sides of the body. So you'd put a tan patch on left bladder 57 and a white ice wave patch on right bladder 57. And then you can go up to the apex of that triangle uh, just above the butt and uh, that is on the sacrum, and um, there is a little horseshoe divot on the center of the sacrum, and in the center of that horseshoe divot on the sacrum is a point that is known as GV2, and, um, mm-hmm. and so that's the apex of the triangle. So um, if you have ice wave on bladder 57, you can put a, one of the YH patches like an Eon or a glutathione or a carnosine on uh, GV2. So that, that makes a nice triangle in that area. And it, in most people, it seems to alleviate pain almost 100%. Mm, okay. The anal. Yeah. Okay. I was just going to put GV2 as close uh, to the bottom of the butt crack. <laughs> yeah, just above it. As practical. <laughs> okay. Yeah, as practical. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a great um, that's a great protocol to to use for any sort of anal pain. So, all right. So I wrote that in the notes, Val. Um, we do need to move on. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Dr. Then, Dennis. Then with, that, with that case, we can talk about cracking jokes. Butt cracking jokes. Okay. So I think this one I'm uh, handling, this is from the uh, Facebook uh, event um, and the discussion here. We have dear Mitzi, our friend Mitzi. Uh, uh, please share the benefits of the aromatherapy sprays and what makes Shine and Dream different and or more effective than other sprays from other companies. Okay. All right. So let me put that in the notes here. Okay. So... Um, so for those that are fairly new to LifeWave, you may be used to us talking about phototherapy and patches. However, we have a fairly new product that was launched this year, formerly uh, called the Aromatherapy Mist. And uh, there's two mists, one's called Shine and one's called Dream. So um, 
uh, these are sprays that you would spray on your wrist, for example, and you would inhale uh, the scent um, about mm, seven to eight times deeply, and that would be your dose, you know, for that. Now, very, very different from putting a patch on your body, right, an acupuncture and putting it on an acupuncture point. Um, so it's a little bit uh, challenging sometimes to – uh, be able to figure out like what's the difference between any other aromatherapy, right? Like, like there's lots of essential oil companies out there and many great essential oils. And like, how is this different? Um, well, there's a couple things. Number one is that, um, oh, let me back out a little bit. So, so one of the reasons we're using aromatherapy per se in this fashion is because there are some really great data talking about activating um, the different uh, organs in the brain area when using aromatherapy. Like it's a di- literally a direct communication with some of the brain glands, you know, and being able to talk to those glands, if you will, like the pituitary, hypothalamus, uh, et cetera. And so using aromatherapy can be super helpful. Um, in these myths, there's some similarities between this and other myths. Number one is that they do have a certain uh, number of different essential oils. Each have their own purpose, um, and people can look up, you know, what the different essential oils do. I won't cover it right now, but um, in detail. Um, there are some in the life wave of aromatherapy myths. There are also certain herbs that are known to uh, help rebalance the hormones. Um, and there's various different herbs, uh, and you can look on the website for those particular herbs. Now, okay, so there's herbs, so there's aromatherapy, you know, meaning that there's essential oils and it smells nice, so what's the difference? <laughs> well, the biggest difference is that the carrier, um, we, you know, Dr. Dennis and I talked about frequencies before, the carrier of these ingredients, if you will, is a special energized structured water. This structured water is unlike any other structured water that has been produced um, in a product uh, by any company. So this is very, very different. And um, David has a patent on this machine that he has created, which will uh, hopefully be in commercial, you know, we may be able to, to purchase it in the next year or two, um, which actually creates special water. The special energized water is uh, very um, tunable to specific frequencies. And uh, because of that, they can use this water to create a product uh, that can specifically help to enhance, you know, uh, and support those hormonal glands um, in the brain. So some of the initial studies show that, uh, you know, testosterone levels can be improved in men, um, can be uh, tripled in a number of days, which is unheard of really um, in the industry to ever do that. One of the reasons that um, there's not a lot of uh, ongoing studies on hormonal levels is because it's it's really close to the, are you treating something, right? So the regulatory agencies would look uh, very closely at that if we did a lot of studies on that. So unless it's done with uh, a university or, you know, medical doctor or, you know, something like that independently, um, the company has to be really careful about, you know, um, releasing some of that uh, or even creating, you know, some, some um, research on that data. Just, you know, the important thing is that it's a specific way of making structured water that directly communicates to those parts of um, our bodies, in this case, the brain, 
to be able to have that function and the effects will have um, better sleep for the dream, uh, shine, better energy, um, so they can say these general terms on the website safely. Um, other people have noticed that, you know, that their hormonal balance is better, like they don't have as many hot flashes or their, you know, um, menstrual periods are regulated. Um, maybe they've noticed more libido. Maybe they've noticed um, just overall, um, you know, weight around the belly getting slimmer, <laughs> again, due to these hormonal effects. So that's kind of a general thing, but that is my current understanding of how it works and how it's different. So I hope that's helpful, Mitzi. Well, and I, I can't you know, say necessarily all that detail in writing on our page. So, Dr. Karen, as you know, uh, David has been working on structured water for decades um, with the perspective uh, to, to have it help with anti-aging because his whole thing is anti-aging. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's that's very interesting that uh, he would come up with basic structured water because because uh, water uh, carries energy signatures. And that's how homeopathy works. Right, and except so, it's probably um, thousands of times more effective. Yeah, I would say. I, oh, homeopathy never did anything for me. Sorry, sorry, homeopaths or friends of my homeopaths. I just never did anything for me. I I don't know. It just wasn't all that effective. But phototherapy patches, on the other hand, was almost instant change. So it just depends on the person. And they can work synergistically. You can have yes. structured water carrying energy signatures uh, like homeopathic remedies under patches, and the patches can drive the energy signature through the meridians of, of both the patch frequencies and also the homeopathic remedy or and or the um, the Shannon of the Dream. And it's also interesting that he's using olfactory sense, which is the oldest um, sense in the body, is olfaction or, or the sense of smell. It's in the older part of the brain, so it's getting at the older parts of the brain which control emotion and endocrine system. Yes. Yeah, that's right. So I think that, you know, only David knows the the real detailed stuff about all of that, but we can give you some general um, ideas of what we know, what's allowed to be shared anyway. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Dr. Dennis. Um, By the way, uh, in general, if people are interested in the science behind LifeWave Technology, the website has a whole page, uh, web page access dedicated to the research and the science. So yeah, sometimes there's a delay off. between, you know, when when we hear about it through a conference and when it gets up on the site. So there is a new site yeah. uh, apparently uh, launching today. So I haven't even gotten there yet to see what it looks like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed yeah. to be launching later today, so... Um, yeah, there is a, a science page um, on the website, and uh, LifeWave has spent at least $4.2 million on research just to make sure that whatever they're launching is actually working in the real world. And um, I think that's pretty impressive since a lot of other companies that have products may not spend that kind of money on researching double blind, et cetera, et cetera, you know, their patches um, or their products, whatever it is. So I think it's really, really I also cool. find it kind of interesting 
to to observe that um, the general public, when they hear about a drug, they just assume it's been tested right, and often it hasn't. Mm-hmm. And if they hear about something natural, they want to know right away what the science is behind it without making that assumption. Right. It's kind of a bias, right, a cultural bias, if you will, yeah. that um, right. that we've been programmed to think that anything that does not come out of the official regular you know, channels uh, in our medical doctor, it must be suspect and we've got to be careful, right? And the, and the news doesn't help because the news is like, oh, you know, you know, liver failure and somebody who took kava kava, you know, this one person, right? And then it's like, well, yeah, but we've had, you know, thousands of Fijians taking it for how many, how many decades? <laughs> and they're completely fine. So it's like, <laughs> what was it about that? You know, one thing, whereas, you know, uh, iatrogenic medicine, as you know, Dr. Dennis, is, you know, our, um, includes our pharmaceutical uh, prescriptions uh, for people and even over the counter is our number three cause of death in the U.S., Number one, heart disease. Number two, cancer. Number three is doctor-induced death. Obviously not purposefully, um, but, you know, when we talk about supplements causing death or something like that, it's not even on the list. It's not even on the list, but yet we are just so biased that, yeah, a lot of people would be like, oh, and I was the same way. I was a medical doctor practicing before I, you know, kind of got jumped into the more natural stuff. Anybody anybody presenting something natural uh, that I wasn't in my journals, I would just be like, well, I don't know what kind of data they have, right? Because I assumed that what was in my journals was data-driven, and it wasn't always, and now I know that. So. No, and the journals are funded by Big Pharma, mm-hmm. like Pfizer yep. and so on. And so they're going to be biased towards yeah, the, pharmaceuticals. Yeah, and, and we do know from other whistleblowers and things like that that um, if you say things that they don't want to hear, then either that study never sees the light of day or they have to be published in some obscure journal. Uh, and if it is published in a, you know, um, it, there's a, a publishing bias. They only publish things that work. They don't publish things that don't work, generally speaking. Right. So uh, the, the general public and general doctors don't even know that. And I, I can attest how earlier in my career when I was establishing myself as a scientist, I had a lot of research articles rejected by so-called scientific medical journals because oh, wow. I wasn't congruent or consistent with their paradigm. Right. I, I yep. Yeah. And, and, instead of drugs. and medical doctors would be like, hey, it's not in PubMed. I, I can't find it. It can't be real then, right? Not knowing that articles and really good research gets rejected daily (laughs) by, uh, you know, the the establishment because it is not in alignment with the narrative of what they would like people to know. And so we just assume that there's no good research on it. And and instead of, yeah, instead of realizing that it doesn't get published because it's not allowed to be published. Right. They bias the research. And then they turn around and say, oh, well, it hasn't been published. What do you know? Yeah, well, yeah. So we're just telling people right now, it's just that's, you know, our current paradigm of what's going on. And that's why um, it's important to be discerning. It's important to feel. Uh, that's where the intuition comes in, right, to feel in what's right for you. Because I can't say what's right for you guys. you got to say that for yourself. And that's why knowing yourself and your body, how it works. And, you know, and try things out. I, I like to say whatever works, right? So if somebody's like, hey, 
I want to do chemo radiation, whatever, right? And that works for them because whatever, they're happier, their family's happier, they feel more at peace, they feel like there's a cure. That's fine, you know? I don't want to dictate to that person that they, they and, or scare them, like they should not do it if, if they're at peace with that and that's right for them, but it may not be right for everyone. And so we, I'd like well, for people Karen, to be open. As, as, as you know, the key there is it has to be an informed choice. And that's a, that's a major thing in medicine, that a medical procedure has to be done under an informed choice. Otherwise, it's a violation of the Nuremberg Code. Mm-hmm. which came yes. out of World War II, if you violate the Nuremberg Code, which the Nazis did during World War II, which uh, caused well, there to the be Nuremberg Code was, Yeah, I think the Nuremberg Codes might have been created after that because of what they found, yeah. but I could be wrong. Right, at Nuremberg, right. Yeah, right. yeah, and yeah. So, mm-hmm. so um, if you don't give your patients informed con- choice so they can give their consent in an informed way, it's uninformed consent, and that's a violation of ethics and a violation of the Nuremberg Code. And that's what's been happening with this kill shot. Mm. So I better not go down that path of saying Yes, we're not going to go down that path. <laughs> we don't know what you're talking about, Dr. Dennis. Okay, so we're going to go to our phones now. So call in 818-514-1190, 818-514-1190. Hit one so we know your hand is up. We're going to go in the order that we received the um the calls, so uh, area code 208 is first, so I'm going to unmute you, and you can ask your question. Remember not to talk about disease names. Thank you. <laughs> Who's this? Okay, it's Allie Beerman. Hi, Allie, my dear friend. Hey, Allie. Hey. Well, yeah, I know a lot about medical research, but I won't mention it here. I'll put it Thank in you. your group. <laughs> <laughs> What's your question? My question um, way back, I think it might be 12 years by now, um, when I had that brain surgery and things went wrong, one of the things that went wrong that none of my doctors had any recommendations for, right inside my arch, so, and it happens on both feet, when I do things like lunges, it feels like a knife is cutting right up my arch, and there's mm-hmm. like a pea-sized ball in about that same location on each foot. You've had that ever since your brain surgery? Yep. Okay. And have you done the brain balancing protocol already? I think you have, right? Yeah, yeah, I've done all your protocols. Yeah, yeah, you're really good about that, trying different things. Yeah, my uh, doctor believed it was a neurological problem, but he said he didn't know any neurologist mm-hmm. that he would recommend. Okay, well, I'm, but while Dr. Dennis is thinking about, you know, how to connect the dots uh, from the Asian um, point of view, what I would like to share with you, uh, Ali, is that, and, and with everyone on the show, is that uh, in the body, everything is connected to everything. And when we say that, we go, well, how? <laughs> right? Exactly how is the body connected? And it's through fascia. So fascia envelops, uh, you know, um, you know the, the muscle, the, uh, the glands, the bones, the organs, everything. And so that is the sticky web, if you will, that connects everything to everything. Now, 
in the in the brain um so brain surgery for example in the brain uh when you have brain surgery that when they stitch you up back together one of the soft tissues that they stitch up is like the meninges or the inside lining of the cavity of the brain the uh the now in a, on a cadaver it's very thick and dry and blah 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 right but on a live person right it has water and fluid and that's how the fascia is supposed to be is is hydrated and fluid and um this fascia which they call meninges, then goes into the dura matter, and there's an arachnoid matter, and there's all sorts of words for it, but they go down the spine. It envelops the spine, and every single nerve coming out of the spine is also enveloped by fascia um, and, and uh, um, you know, fat, uh, appropriately, if it is. Uh, you know, Schwann cells create fat, so the, the signals can travel very well. Um, so what happens is I want you to imagine, Ali, uh, and everybody, you can do this now. If you, if somebody has like long sleeves, it's really helpful. What I want you to do, if you have long sleeves or even long pants, is grab grab a bunch, okay, in your hand. Okay, now just keep in mind that that's, for example, I'm using my right hand and I'm grabbing the the fabric of my sleeve on my left forearm. Now, what I want you to do is pull it, twist it, and pull it really, really tight. And what you'll notice is that there's other areas of your body that feels that. Like now I feel some tightness of the fabric in my shoulder. And if I keep grabbing and twisting it, now it's across my chest. Now the fascia is all distorted, right? It's even pulling on the right side of my body. So through the so fascia. Words, creating a wedgie. Yes, yes, it's like a massive wedgie. So the fascia, scar tissue, is a form of twisting and distortion of the fascia, especially if it's excessive. Um, and that pulls on the rest of the fascia. The fascia has a certain length, and then it pulls on its neighbor, and then its neighbor, and then its neighbor, and its neighbor, all the way down to your feet. And that's how everything's connected to everything. So um, the knife-like feeling, it's not your typical nerve. It's not like you go, well, it's just a nerve. Well, not exactly. Not exactly. It's probably a reflection because the fascia is really innervated as well, and not just hydrated, but innervated. So the idea is how can we get the scar tissue in all areas of the body to relax, to re-educate the fascia on what we want it to do and increase that chi and energy and blood flow to those areas that may have suffered from this pull. Does that make sense, Ali? I know that's very graphic, but... Oh, it totally makes sense. I never thought of that. Yeah, that's why doctors can't explain it, because we did not really get taught about fascia, and I'm still learning. I mean, there was a whole fascia summit a few months ago. It was fascinating stuff. I haven't gone through the whole thing, but it's just fascinating, because the fascia's also got fluid and water, structured water, ideally. Mm -hmm. It's structured water. And there's information and source codes that are in that water, and it informs, you know, everything. Um, it's like our big communication line. Yeah, and and the acupuncture meridians are are embedded. Those the mm -hmm. tubules for acupuncture meridians are embedded in the fascia, mm -hmm. and um, it it's known as the uh, sanjiao too, which is um, the, uh, the the lining of the three energy centers, the above, middle, and below energy centers. Um, the lining of that are the actual organs of the sanjiao or the the triple heater, triple burner. And also there's a whole system of Chinese medicine called Qigong 
that does exercises to practice stretching the fascia that Dr. Karen described. And that moves the chi in the blood and um, the um, structured water or the um, optical fibers, if you will, that carry the energy of light through the body. So it's a very important system. I, I do yeah. Qigong, so if I knew the particular practices, maybe that would help. Yes, it would. Sure. Also, if you've um, done the Eon Brain Protocol and ruled out neurological things just happening in the brain, in addition to doing the stretching of Qigong movements that will help the fascia for reasons that Dr. Karen just outlined, you could also um, massage the foot and uh, stretch stretch the feet in particular with while you're doing qigong or stretching, and that will help a lot. Uh, you can get um, reflectology models that show you where different parts of the body are on the foot and and work those yeah. on the feet. Okay. And also, um, you can put patches on the bottom of the foot so that you're healing the fascia and the bottom of the the fascia on the or the connective tissue on the bottom of the foot is called the plantar fascia and right. there's a point called shimion which is in the center of the heel on the bottom of the foot that has an energy connection to the brain and um you could use that point and also kidney one which is on the the ball of the foot in the center of the foot on the bottom of the foot in the fascia and uh, kidney energy is responsible for regulating the marrow and the brain, the nervous system are in the quote unquote marrow. It's not just bone marrow in Chinese medicine. Marrow means the brain and the nervous system as well. <clears throat> so by accessing kidney one, you're, regulating marrow and by using shimion point which is a special point going directly to the brain um, and you put um, x49 on shimion because um, it has more young energy and it'll go up to the brain and put x39 on kidney one and uh, that will set up a healing mechanism for your fascia on the bottom of your foot. Okay. Yeah, it finally occurred to me last week. I put ice wave right where the hurt happened, so I could do lunges without hurting, but I'd rather do something more effective. So thank you. Yeah, you can use, you can use both for sure. And Dr. Dennis, did you explain huh? where the shimian is? Okay. Uh, Shimion is on the bottom of the heel, right in the center of the heel on the bottom of the foot. And it, it um, has an internal energy channel that goes directly to the vertex of the brain. And I often prescribe that for sleep patches or nirvana patches to help Ooh, people sleep. Right. And um, Shimion is actually similar energetically to Anmion, which is behind the ear and halfway between behind the ear and the back of the neck is a point called Chimion that helps you sleep. So it has similar energy to that. 
And speaking of onion, you can also uh, use that point too, like put a glutathione patch or um, or one of the other wide patches on the right um, onion while you're doing the um, work on the bottom of your foot with the shimion and kidney one. And then you have a nice point set up that will help with the problem. I really like the eon, of course, near the brain. So in this case, I would probably put the eon behind the right ear um, and then um, the X39 on the bottom of the left kidney one and then the X49 on the bottom of the right heel, like you mentioned. So that's a nice little yeah. triangle setup. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got your heel. Your foot or fascia brain connection there with a the shimion, nice. and you've also got um, energy going through the plantar fascia. Oh, that's exciting! I think I'm going to try this one too, Ali. Would <laughs> <laughs> help with your skating too, when your feet are tired. Would help with skating. Yes, yes. I, I, yeah, can it can tell my left posterior. Uh, posterior chain is tight on the left side so i think i'm going to try this sorry go ahead ali you mentioned something and i oh, uh, yeah uh, um i never thought about the fascia because i dislocated my right shoulder blade immediately after the surgery so i have great limitations on right. using my right arm and neck but yeah i think all of this will be super mm-hmm. great well thank you for that great question and that was awesome dr Dennis. Yeah. thank you Welcome. Yeah, thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, cool. Let's go to our next question. It is area code up. Where'd you go? Oh, they left. 503, I think, left. Okay, uh, let's see. 920. Okay, area code 920. I'm going to unmute you now. Hi, who's this? Hi, my name's Ann. Hi, Ann. Hi, um, I have just some sort of um, placement questions, general placement questions about patching, and I, I think be pretty quick. Um, one is about attenuation. So we wear them for 12 hours because the body attenuates to the patch. Yep. My question is, my question is, does it attenuate systemically or to a specific point? So, for example. I like to wear Eon at night sometimes behind my right ankle to help with sleep. So should I not wear an Eon the next day in another place for inflammation, for example? Should I wait, or is it okay? Will it still be just as effective if I'm putting it in another place for the next 12 hours? Mm-hmm. Good question. Mostly the, mostly the point that habituates to the signal. So if you move okay. it around, you're going to um, get the frequency of another point. And the, the reason I'm saying that is from the perspective of how points are viewed in, in pre-communist traditional Chinese medicine. Uh, points are considered, quote-unquote, manor caves, and the spirit dwells in the cave. And uh, if you're hammering away at the cave or knocking on the cave door, you keep stimulating that signal, eventually it will get fatigued or tired. So the spirit of that point will get worn out. And if, if you view that in terms of 
Western physiology, the signal, the frequency signal um, will cause that point to, for you to get habituated to that signal. So okay. you get attenuated or, or have habituation. So if you move it around, it'll still influence the biocoherence of the body, uh, but it's more diffuse and not so specific to a point. I'm wearing it at night. That's more of a systemic thing. Um, but during the day, I would be wearing it on an inflamed knee or something. Um, so you're saying it it could could still be effective um, one 12-hour yeah, period after the other. And while the the company says patches are good up to 12 hours, I've had lots of patients wear them for several days and even up to a week, and they still have a good effect. Okay. Um, the other question is about placement for multiple patches. I like to wear X39 and X49 every day on GP14 and um, under the belly button. What is that? CV5? CV6. CV6. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I just ordered um, new patches that I want to try, which I've never tried, and I'd like to get long-term effects from them so I'd like to wear them daily or at least regularly and that includes um, Alavita during the day I'd like to wear yes. which and um, glutathione which I'd probably do on the weekends and then carnosine so can I wear I've, I've got x39 and x49 already behind the neck and below the navel is it okay to wear Alavita, carnosine, and glutathione uh, every day or, you know, regularly, and where would I put them, if that's okay? Sure. Well, I usually recommend wearing Alavita at night on the third eye. Yeah, I'm a little because... little leery of the intense dreams at first, anyway. Okay, well, you can also put it on Sanjiao 17 behind the ear, behind the right ear. Okay. So um, the reason for that is um, it, it's closer on the third eye, has direct connection, and behind the ear is closer to the pineal body, and the pineal has um, endocrine hormones like epithalamin that respond to the Alavita signal and will balance the endocrine system. Okay. Well, if I'm wearing 39 and 49, and then I also want to wear carnosine and glutathione during the day, is that okay, and where would I put them? Where would I put glutathione and cardicine? And the the purpose you're using them for is? Well, just to get, um, you know, uh, general effects of um, longer-term use, carnosine. Um, um, now I forget what it's. I mean, that's more like wound healing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Rejuvenation. <laughs> And, okay, and, and I then, often recommend carnosine at night because it repairs tissue, and that is naturally occurring at night. Okay. So carnosine is a good one to wear at night also. And glutathione okay. in some people is arousing, and that's a good one to wear during the day. And uh, you can follow the brochure points for glutathione or put them on um, the throat chakra, which is where I often have mine, or somewhere okay. on the midline 
like um, CV-17 to open up the chest, or CV-15, which is a dovetail energy that spreads throughout the upper abdomen. Those are all good places for glutathione in general. Okay, so for general detox and that kind of thing. Yeah, and also if you want detox, you could use liver points for glutathione, like um, liver 3. And okay. That will also help disperse stagnant liver chi, which will help with the detox. Okay. So I'm I'm wearing all those, and then it's still okay to wear, say, ice waves at the bottom of my feet for all over body pain, perhaps. It's okay to wear all those at once. Yeah, but with all those other patches, you may not need them. Yeah, okay. And in general, you don't want to wear too many patches at the same time because then uh, you start getting... Uh, crisscrossing energy signatures and uh, I've, I've had people in our clinic in, in LA where the distributor was overzealous and patched them too much and their energy got quote unquote verklempt or blocked up so okay. the, less, the less the better that you can get away with and okay. I know distributors don't want to hear me say that because they're trying to sell patches <laughs> yeah, no, I, I understand it makes sense then the last really quick question is: Is the Dream Spray contraindicated if somebody's also taking um, trazodone and/or melatonin for insomnia? I don't see why not. It's not an oral, you know, medication, so it's not going to interfere with the pathways of elimination through the liver. Uh, which is the concern when people are taking herbal medications or supplements, rather, right. herbal supplements through the mouth. Um, that being said, uh, sometimes you may or may not need uh, the dose of trazodone and other medications you're taking. Uh, trazodone, for example, right. is you know really great at dehydrating the body among many, many pharmaceuticals. So you have to work extra hard, you know, to hydrate enough, and maybe even put you know put in some Himalayan crystal salts or drink Soleil first thing in the morning, like I do. Uh, it's like a salt solution uh, with Himalayan crystal salt just to counteract some of the side effects of those medications. Oh, what an elegant way of saying that the um, pharmaceuticals are toxic. They dehydrate the body. Yeah. And yeah. The paths work better when you're hydrated, which has which is the opposite of what you want. I mean, yeah. you want to be hydrated, not dehydrated. It's not I who's taking the drugs. Um, right. I'm trying to help somebody else. Um, who's yeah, little... you don't want to prescribe, right? It's very important that unless you're their medical provider and you're licensed to do so, you do not ever tell people to stop their drugs or to decrease it. Or, and right. then you can just say, hey, it's possible you won't need it as much, but that's up to you and your doctor to, you know, to decide. Yeah. It's very important. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm an MD, and I, I, I still tell people that I'm like, hey, I'm not your doctor, right? I'm not. I didn't do a physical exam. I didn't take your whole history, right? I don't have you in the office to take your blood pressure, all those kinds of things. So I'm just giving general recommendations. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then, okay. Yeah. You guys, you guys are great. Thank you so much for your help. Thanks for your You're question. Welcome. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I was just going to mention to Anne is that uh, we have had a number of cases where somebody was using X39, X49, 24-7. Mind you, they were using just the same point, I believe. Um, and then after three weeks, they didn't work as well. So oh. it could right. be a general attenuation with X39, yeah. X49 in some people. But that doesn't seem to happen as often 
uh, with the other patches, but of course we have many, many years of experience with the other patches. And X39, X49 is still pretty new relatively, so I think it's yeah, whatever I works for you. I only wear them 12 hours anyway, so. Okay, okay, perfect. Yeah, thank you. That's, that's the advice. You are very welcome. Okay, let me mute you, and we'll go to, uh, let's see, 858. Hi, who's this? 858. 858? Eight, eight, eight. That's you. Okay. Good morning. That's me. Okay. That's good. Good morning, doctors. Hello. Who's this? What's your first name? My name is Irma. Irma. Okay. I'm going to put notes. Irma. There we go. I'm making notes for you. I-R-M-A. Okay. And I've been, I've been uh, with the LifeWave since 2009. <laughs> nice. Hi. Well, I have a question. Uh, well, I, I think I have two, but... First of all, I would like to, yeah, because I heard that you mentioned about the Nirvana, the Nirvana patches, because I have three yes. three packages of Nirvana patches, and I don't know how to use it, you know, and, and, and Dr. Lachman mentioned that I may be able to use it to help me go to sleep. Is that, uh-huh. is that, yeah. am I right or no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, sure, it does. It helps lots of people sleep. Oh, okay. So where where is the best point to put it, doctor? Uh, probably um, Shimeon, which is on the bottom of the foot on the right heel. Right here. Okay, let me. I'm, I'm just writing it right heel. Shimeon. Okay. But you can and also I put try it before, it. and I will put it before I go to sleep. Yes. Yeah, because I usually use the silent night, you know, but sometimes it doesn't help. So that's why sometimes I took melatonin. <clears throat> yeah, you can use them together. Uh, you you oh, can use okay. both silent night and nirvana and uh, put the silent night behind um, the right ear on Sanjiao 17 and the nirvana on the shimion on the, the right heel. Okay, Nirvana. Okay, okay. But my uh, my my. Okay, thank you, doctor. But the, my actual question right now is, since I had my surgery on my cataract on my on my both eyes, right? I've been having problem with my right eye. You know, the the uh, the doctor already checked it, and they cannot find actually what's wrong with it. But I feel like there is always. Uh, something in front of it, you know, like a film, you know, and I'm having a hard time sometimes and I feel like something is poking inside. You know, he checked it several times, but I don't know. He says he cannot find it. So what is, do do we have like a patch that I can use to maybe, um, you know, uh, improve improve my right eye? Mm -hmm. Well, the first, first, um, one that comes to mind is carnosine that you can put on your temple near your eye or put it okay. above the eye or the eye. And carnosine. Which, which area works best for you? With the right eye, doctor? Okay. Um, yeah. Do I use that like during the day or during the night? Preferably at night. And if you use it at night, you can also put the carnosine patch on the... Um, on um, what do you call a, a blinder or blindfold that you put over your eyes to sleep? Oh, okay, blindfold. 
Okay, blindfold the carnosin on my right eye. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and, I'll uh, do that every night, doctor. Yeah. Okay. That's a good idea. I will try. I will try that tonight. Uh, uh, so we'll see if there will be an improvement. You know. Yeah, I mean, I will see. Yes, yes, doctor. Thank you. Uh, and I have one question, and this is for my friend. Um, do we have any patches that might help, like uh, a person with, with TB? We can't talk about disease names. Those are the rules. Okay. Oh, sorry. Um, yep, so okay. you'll have to say what the symptoms are. Um, like he, he's, spitting, he's spitting blood. Okay, so he needs some support on the lungs. Yes, lungs. Okay, lungs. Yes. Okay. okay. Well, in conventional medicine, usually if you're spitting blood, that could be considered um, something um, doctors should look at before you do anything else. Well, he 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 was hospitalized already, doctor, and he just came he just came out. So uh, I'm just wondering if there is a patch that might help him. You know, um, I don't know what kind of treatment that he received. You know, but uh, uh, I'm just thinking about it. Uh, if you know, if you can suggest something. Do you know where it's coming from? Is it from the lungs or is it from the stomach? Lungs. Lungs, doctor, lungs. Because they saw like two two spots on the lungs. <clears throat> yeah, they probably did a TB test. Okay, so we're not, just to be clear, we're not treating the tuberculosis, but what we're doing is uh, patching acupuncture points that may support the lung function. And yes, to help yes. with... Uh, you know, um, I'm sure spitting blood is some Asian medicine pattern. I don't really know what that is. So, Dr. Dennis, can yeah. That. yeah. Reckless blood or something, uh, right, Dr. Dennis? Or, or chi, right. tea, uh, inappropriate movement or something. <laughs> yeah, well, um, the front viewpoint for the lungs is lung one. So, um if you wanted to repair lung tissue, uh, you could put uh, X49 on right lung one and X39 on left lung one, and then um, put a glutathione patch on bladder 17 on the back. Okay, bladder, bladder 17? Okay. Yeah, that, that's at the level of thoracic 7 on the, the first uh, bladder channel, which is uh, um, on on the side of the um, of the um, midline, and um, that point is uh, the influential point for blood, and that's usually for just circulating blood, but it may also help with blood in general, and also will get glutathione into the area. Okay, doctor. Okay. okay. And that's okay. near the base of the shoulder blade, right, on the right side? Yes, it's a level blade. of two Okay. Yeah, so you're just using one glutathione, Irma, on that. And, and this is hard to put on yourself unless you're very flexible like I am <laughs> and no one has <laughs> So it's like yeah. if you were to draw an imaginary line um, from the, the base of that um, shoulder blade on the right-hand side, and it's just right on either okay. side of the spine. Yeah, but in this case, it's a glutathione patch, so we're just using one. So we're just using one on the right side 
just on the right of the spine, like an inch or two. Right, the spine, um, okay. Yeah, but on that same imaginary line, um, if you made an imaginary line from the spine to the bottom of the shoulder blade, it's close enough. It's close enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. My last also, question is for me, okay? Well, I'm just checking know? if what I'm doing is right. So well, I have my X49 mm-hmm. at the back of the hey, neck. Wait, wait, Irma, Irma. Oh, Irma, hang on sorry. Dr. Dennis is not completed with his protocol. Oh, for I'm sorry. Friend. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I know you're trying to be quick to let other people on, but um, an alternative to that, if you can't reach behind you, is to use CV17 to open up your chest. So put the glutathione patch um, on the front of your chest, on the sternum, at the yes. fourth intercostal space. That's CV17. CV17. Indicated for opening up the chest. So put glutathione there. So you have okay. a nice triangle with lung one and CB17. Okay, lung one and CB17. Okay. okay. Okay, now let let me go back to your first question too about benefiting the eyes because we moved on from that um, before I was finished telling you about it. Oh, sorry, uh, sorry, is, doctor. That's okay. Uh, uh, so. You're trying to benefit your eyes. There's a point called gallbladder 37. Gallbladder 37. um, Yeah, that's um, five inches above the outside ankle. And uh, you could put the glutathione patch there. Glutathione? Yeah, so you you can use glutathione on um, gallbladder 37 during the day and the carnosine on the side of the eye at night. At night, okay. I'm writing it, doctor, while you are saying that, so at least I won't forget. Okay, good. Uh, what patch was that, Dr. Dennis, on gallbladder 37 during the day? Uh, glutathione. That's glutathione, and then at night, carnosine on the right eye. And then use a blindfold if I can, right, doc? That's what she said? Yes, that's I mean, right. put the carnosine and then, and then on the blindfold and then with the so it wouldn't uh, stick on my eyelid? Is that why? Right. Yeah, you don't want it on your eyelid. That's pretty uncomfortable and might be damaging. Right. So so put it on, your, on the blindfold. And remember, the patches work up to six inches away from the body and through materials like uh, football helmets and casts and clothing. So yes, doctor. Yes. I tried that with my daughter when she had a surgery uh, with uh, with uh, and I and I used the flower method on her and the doctor was so amazed with her improvement. So, yay! Yes, awesome. yes, I, yes, uh, and she was she was so amazed because she was told that oh uh, you will be your, your appointment at six months will be okay whatever. But when she had her uh, check up after I guess two months, three months, and they said, "Oh, you're healing so fast! What did you do?" Oh, my mom did something for me. So, <laughs> mm. yeah. So I, 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 uh, I, I will try that on myself, doctor. So am I? Okay, I, 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 can we move on, Doctor Dennis? Yeah, go ahead. Yes. Can I just one, just one question? If I'm doing all right. I'm doing the X49 on my the behind neck, and then I'm using the energy on my left and right shoulder, you know, the, for the upper respiratory tract. And then I use uh, the glutathione on my belly, and then I use another energy at the foot, you know, for the energy flow 
um, at the, you know, like uh, at the foot, um, um, left and right foot. Which, and then I put point? my ice wave on my sciatic nerve because I, you know, sometimes my sciatic nerve, is, you know, is very painful. And I use the glutathione by the lower, 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 by the by the buttocks, and then the X39 in the middle of my lower back. So am I am I using too much patches? Because I I heard doctor the less is better, but you know that's why if if I'm using too much, then I can lessen it. Yeah, it sounds like too much. Um, if you can possibly get away with taking one or two sets off, that might help. And the, the other ones that you leave on will likely be more beneficial. Okay. So which one would I remove, doctor? Well, it depends on your purpose. What are you trying to oh. do? Okay. Okay. Okay, doc. I will uh, check into that because I sometimes I usually have vertigo. That's the reason why I'm leaving the energy at the, you know, like uh, on my foot to, to okay, have so that energy. You don't need the lung one then. The yeah. lung one is, which, which is the lung one, Doc? Is that the one with the shoulder? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I don't need those if I have Not already the energy. Oh, okay. I thought that you have to be, oh, okay. Okay. Thank you, doctor. So that would, okay. Okay. I think uh, I have most of uh, my question answered. I really do appreciate it very much, Dr. Gannon, Dr. Lutabsen, and have a good day. Okay. You too. You're, You're welcome. very welcome. Yeah. So uh, I just muted you, Irma, uh, before we go to the last caller. Um, one example is you can use uh, energy enhancer. And if you want to simplify and not use yin-yang pairs, per se, since you already seem to have lots of patches, it could be very complex. Uh, is you can use energy enhancers on uh, both liver three on the foot, right? So that would help with the wind and the vertigo and that kind of thing. And then um, instead of the second set of energy patches on the top part of the body, if you were really focused on the vertigo and like sciatic nerve, that kind of thing, uh, symptoms of pain down the leg, you could potentially uh, and Dr. Jones can give us feedback on it, um, use a set of ice wave on the bottom of the feet. So you're patching liver three and kidney one. I've had some success with that um, sure. and for the pain going down the leg and then using the glutathione X39, X49 in the center line. So I think you're okay with, with doing that sort of protocol where you're making big triangles. Yeah, the kidney one's good for grounding too. So yeah. if you're having vertigo, uh, kidney one in contact with the earth, like uh, you, you can view the energy as like you're crushing out a cigarette butt on the ground with the ball of your foot. That kind of energy will help ground the, your chi and, and um, you won't feel so spinny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just so to remind uh, Irma may or may not know, uh, if she didn't, uh, weren't, wasn't there earlier, um, so the X39 also helps your body to produce glutathione. So... Some people feel, unless there's, you know, you're majorly detoxing for some reason, um, you may not need to use the glutathione seven days a week as we used to recommend for people who could tolerate it. So if you're using X39 and X49 daily, you might want to skip glutathione to every other day or, you know, on the weekends or, you know, something like that. Um, So that will, you know, free up the system to respond to the patches that you have and not having too many. And besides uh, David, the inventor of the patches, 
suggests using X39 as a central hub and work all the other patches around it. Yeah, well, so, I like that. Uh, with that paradigm, since it's um, also increasing glutathione, what Dr. Karen just suggested is a good idea. Okay, awesome. Okay, so last, now I have to go in about five minutes, so <laughs> we're going to make this real quick. Uh, 720. I don't know if I've completed you yet. Hi. Are you there? Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Okay. Hi. Um, so, uh, what's your name? Uh, I'm Jean. Jean. Okay. Jean good. in Colorado. Hi, Jean. And, um, hi. Um, so glad you guys are there. Um, so I've been uh, dealing with a um, leg and foot situation. Uh, the leg was stretched when I was reaching for a clutch a couple of years ago in the borrowed car I needed to use. And um, and at the same time, dealing with feet that heat up and burn and are numb and tingly. So, but the, that last part is getting better. And, uh, but with my left foot um, and that damaged nerve, um, at night, it heats up pretty badly, my foot. Um, and um, I've noticed that any little friction between the sheets, for instance, uh, really exacerbates it. So I wear a sock, but then that heats it up pretty well. So anyway, but those, um, I'm just dealing, I'm just really wondering what to do about the heat in the foot. Mm -hmm. And when I lie down in the afternoon for a nap, it does not heat up. So I'm wondering if there's something uh, regarding the timing that you yeah. might um, put, um, give your wisdom to. Oh, yeah, good question. Yeah, so excess heat only at night in the foot region. Ooh, good question for Dr. Dennis. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Did did this uh, foot heat start after your stretch, after your leg stretch, or is it something separate? I think it's separate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It just and happens is it to be only on the left side. Both feet. Uh, it's just the left side. It's your at left. night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 symptoms of itching and burning and tingling are much better in the right foot and the left foot during the day, but the left foot with that nerve damage uh, at night is what's really heating up the foot. If something mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it um, sounds like it's probably coming from uh, the sensations coming from a pinched nerve uh, that's along your uh, lumbar spine or lower spine. And so uh, the whole situation sounds like a good candidate for a triangle. And like the one I described earlier, using uh, ice wave on bladder 57, which is below the calf muscle where the Achilles tendon attaches with a white on the right and tan on the left. And then um, okay. then you could use a, um, a carnosine on the life gate. And, and uh, you can where, even go further up. Go ahead. Where's the life gate? 
That's uh, right below lumbar vertebra two, and it's called uh, GV four. The Ming Men. It's 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 called what? GV four. General vessel. Okay. Governing vessel four. It's between the kidneys. Okay, got it. Great. Mm -hmm. So that's the apex of your jungle. So then uh, that covers enough area to deal with the the lumbar vertebra that are giving you. It sounds like it's giving you the problem. That's what my chiropractor uh, thinks too, but your pinched nerve um, is something I've had in my mind as well that I'm not sure my chiropractor is addressing very well. But I'm not 100% sure. It can be really subtle. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can correct the mechanical disturbance there and, and realign your vertebra and you won't have as much pinching and then you can follow up with the patches to lower the inflammation and the pain. And the protocol you just gave is to lower the inflammation and the pain, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And also repair the tissue if there's a, a pinch or you got damaged tissue, and um, you, that's why I said carnosine. But you could also use Eon and or glutathione and or X39 on the LifeGate, and they all would help lower inflammation and help the healing. Okay. Okay. But uh, in order to optimize that effect, you want to get some chiropractic alignment going there, or or I get some that every tra- week. traction to straighten out your vertebra. Yeah. Okay. Um, and mostly, you know, where the hip pain still is regarding the nerve damage is what I would say is on the the, the lower end of the piriformis nerve, like toward the bottom of the butt. That's where the, the nerve pain is. Yeah, that's yeah, where that so, triangle can be super helpful. Oh, exactly. it'll enclose right. that area. Yep. Oh, great. Terrific. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Excellent. All right. And uh, Dr. Dennis, uh, I know you said to me before, uh, for, for example, for Jean, uh, if she has foot issues, you said before, instead of bladder 57 at the back of the calf in the triangle protocol, you could use kidney one on the bottom of the foot yeah. since her foot's Correct. involved in the pain or discomfort. Or kidney one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Instead of bladder 57, you can you try try it out, Jean, and see which one works uh-huh. best for you so it's whatever works. Um, my other question for Jean real quick uh, is that um, do you ever notice the time that you wake up with discomfort or pain at night? When is it? Yeah, I notice that after I lie down, um, it takes about 20 minutes for that heat to arise oh okay so it's not between one and three or 12 and you know 11 and one nine nine thirty okay nine thirty okay. you know and then after i've been down for a while and it's cooled down a little bit it's not a problem at, at all okay. you know uh, and, dr and dennis do you remember what nine thirty is in the protocol uh the clock yeah the clock uh, san Zhao, and so we'd look for the Burner. Okay. point for, for Sanjiao. Could you translate mm-hmm. that? <laughs> yeah, yeah up Chinese Asian clock. Um, Chinese, Chinese Chinese acupuncture clock. You can actually look it up on uh, 
the um, you have to say Chinese acupuncture clock. So in this case, nine to ten is triple burner. So Dr. Dennis is looking for the triple burner point that may be helpful to get rid of the burn. <laughs> Great! Wow, triple burner! Yay! Okay, burn. Alan. Triple burner. Okay, it's probably uh, it's going to be Sanjiao six. Well, burner six, which is on the forearm, right? Yeah, it's on the forearm. So Sanjiao five is on the back of the arm. And um, if you bend your wrist and put your knuckle from your other hand on there and point your index finger, uh, you're going to point right to Sanjiao five. And if you go up... um, I believe it's one soon. Let me see. And I don't often use Sanjiao 6, so I have to look exactly where that is, but that's about where it is. Go a little bit further up the arm and palpate from Sanjiao 5 a little bit up the arm in that area. And if you find a sore spot, then that's it. Okay, can can you spell Sanjiao so I know how to find it? Oh, on triple Google? burner. I don't use Sanjiao. Okay. I use burner. triple burner in my notes. So if you see triple burner, that's what it is in the notes. Okay. Yeah, Sanjiao is hard to. San means triple or three, and Jiao means energy center or burner. I see. So would I would I patch both forearms, and using what patch? Yeah. You you could do that. Um, if you put a positive patch on the right, negative patch on the left. And and that would be uh, three inches or soon towards the elbow on the back of the hand, on the back of the arm to get Sanjiao 6. And use uh, Energy Enhancer or Ice Wave or Eon on okay. the right and SP6 on the left or X49 on the right and X39 on the left. Excellent. Oh, boy. I got lots of information here. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate you. you are very welcome. welcome, Dean. Great to hear your voice. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks. Okay. All right, Dr. Dennis, we are done. Yay. So um, I got to run, but uh, this has been fantastic. Uh, guys, if you're looking for the notes, it'll be there between, you know, 24, 48 hours. Uh, Tasha will um, make the notes all nice and pretty and put it on our patchtrainingteam.com blog. Um, so look for your notes and your first name there if you asked a question. Um, and you want to see what they are. Now, some of the extra stuff that Dr. Dennis and I were talking about, which could be censored, regulated, whatever, I did not write those down, so you'll just have to listen to the show (laughs) for that part. (laughs) Dr. Dennis, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate you. Thank you, Dr. Karen. Delighted to be here with you all. Glad I could help, and you all have a good month. Yeah, have a great month, everyone. Thanks, Dr. Dennis. We'll see you next week. I mean, next month. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.